Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The website at allamericangold.com, and uh, it is Thursday. We had a man, just a a great lightning and rain event this morning. Uh, it was a wet drive in. Uh, we had a tree in the parking lot earlier this week. Uh, of course, here in Arizona, we treat rain uh, like it should be treated as a blessing, and hopefully we'll get more of it. Uh, but it was jobs today. Uh, we had the misery index out. Yeah, we have a misery index, and guess what? It was pretty miserable uh, according to the index, the soaring cost of living. Rapidly increasing jobless claims and the collapsing of people's savings is making things pretty miserable. Uh, the index now at a recessionary level. And, and Jason, we got jobless claims out up again, right? We're in this path, uh, 260,000. So we're about 10,000 uh, jobs away from, you know, once we get above 270, at 270 to 300,000, and of course anything above 300,000 uh, is very, very pl- problematic. Uh, gold has exploded here this morning up about 30 points, uh, 1786, 1787. Silver's back above $20. Uh, the Dow is down, but just a little bit, not down a lot. Uh, but, but Jason, kind of as we expected, we got the big jobs number tomorrow. Uh, th- this number, everybody, including myself, uh, I expect it to be below 300,000. Uh, I would not be shocked to see a number below 200,000. If it's below 200,000, uh, I think you're going to see uh, gold shoot higher again tomorrow, Jason. And this is what the Fed is trying to to, to accomplish, which is to, to slow down everything, right? So, I, I mean, is this? Uh, I think in your mind, this is uh, accomplishing a so-called getting the job situation uh, underhand, and then uh, cooling off the inflation. That's that's what they need to drop the rates and save the markets, I guess, Joe. Right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't know, right? I, I, I'm not too sure. They, they can't have a bunch of job. They can't be uh, filling tons of jobs and having tons of job openings because uh, that means they got to keep raising the rates, right? <laughs> well, you, you know, and, and, and again, I think here's where it's at right now, right? We, we have, I still think, travel, right? Airlines, uh, hotels, uh, the people with money, they're still spending. Right, they're still uh, coming off that COVID lockdown. We're doing our we're we're doing our thing now. The problem is, uh, school uh, is starting here in Arizona, and, and I know over the next uh, you know over the next month, school starts back everywhere. Does the travel slow down because the tech the tech side of things, the banking side of things, like Wall Street, Wall Street first time in a long time talking about layoffs. A uh, big reduction in bonuses uh, on Wall Street. We know all about tech, right? Lots of layoff in tech. Retail is starting to stagnate. Walmart today, hey, we're laying off hundreds at the corporate office. 
Um, it, it, it's kind of one of those weird job markets, and I think it's just a matter of time before, uh, you know, it kind of feeds on itself, right? It started here, uh, housing, right? So now, is it going to be, are the home builders going to start late? I haven't seen those announcements yet, but they're all talking about stopping uh, building of spec homes and things of that nature. So it, it's interesting, but what does the Fed want? That's a great question. I think you're right. I think the Fed would like, hey, we'd like to have job growth, but just not a lot, right? We don't want 300 or 400,000 jobs. I think for them, that's something they don't want. Uh, something to where uh, would allow them to raise rates, but not have to do 75 basis points. You know, yeah. remember yesterday, hey, by the way, no more foreign guidance. Because, well, let's face it, all the guidance you have given has sucked, but okay, but then, of course, what did they do? Gave forward guidance and said, well, in September, we could go 25, we could go 50, we could go 70, heck, we could go a whole point. So they, they just threw it all out there. But I, I think you're right. I think the Fed would love a much lower job creation number uh, so they could give them the excuse of not having to fight inflation. And that the rate hikes are working and that if inflation comes down anywhere below 9% in the next bunch of months, I think, Joe, they want inflation. I think they just want elevated regular inflation. I think maybe that's their goal, Joe. Soft yeah, landing. Well, yeah. That's a soft landing, this right? Is, right. Hey, we don't need to get back to 2%. I mean, we're going to say we're going to try to get back to 2%. But let's face it. They're going to start. I think you, you hit it on that. Oh, the, see, it's working. Look at Inflation's only... 8%. Oh, see, it's working. Inflation's only 7%, right? And somewhere, uh, I, I got the feeling somewhere around 4 or 5%, they're going to start doing victory dances. Well, and let's, uh, let's just look at Nancy Pelosi over there in China. Uh, let's just say that turns into a, a Cold War, not, not a, a, a ships blowing each other up. That's going to be China not sending us stuff. You know, what a great excuse. Well, hey, you know what? We're going to have 5 to 6% inflation. The, the economy is blowing up because China is having a trade war with us. But uh, th this is better than uh, the entire thing blowing up, right, Joe? You create the emergency and then accept a lower standard, which is 5 to 6% inflation every single month, right? Well, and again, you know what? Hey, they told us back. Remember Janet Yellen and Ben Bernanke? And, of course, now Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary. They, they, they just made up this 2% number, so... What's the difference? Hey, we'll just make up a new number. We'll go to 4%, 5%. Why not? Gold's like it at Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Thursday. And, Jason, we've been laying this out uh, all week long about where we think gold is heading, uh, and, and, and really outside of that little, you know, we had a bump in the road yesterday, if you will, uh, when we had some Fed governors come out and do the, the, the I guess, you know, perceived talking tough. Uh, but even by the end of the day, gold had started coming back by the end of the day. Uh, of course, today, uh, rocketing higher now, so we're at a, a at the highest levels uh, that we've seen since gold corrected. I, I still think the markets are of the opinion that the big rate hikes are over uh, and that maybe we're going to get a half a point. Right now, if I was to guess, 
I think the markets are in the half a point in September camp, and then maybe a couple of 25s before the end of the year, and, and maybe not even that, Chase. I think I, I get the feeling that's where they're at, which kind of means the dollar, that big dollar rally. I mean, we had a massive dollar rally. Uh, is We've probably seen uh, the, the worst of it, if you will, as far as the dollar rally goes. When's the uh, when's the next CPI number come out? Is that uh, like a week, two weeks? Yeah, we've got a couple more weeks before the CPI. It'll come out uh, a couple of weeks before the next Fed meeting. Uh, and, and, and again, with gas down, at least the headline number will be down. Uh, I don't know about the core number. You know, they like to strip out food and energy. Uh, but, but it's going to be interesting, uh, wh- where that shakes out. And we, well, listen, we've caught a break, right? I guess if, if there's a bright side, uh, you know, China came out of lockdown. We thought there was going to be a big resurgence. And then all of a sudden, uh, a, a lot of Chinese people decided to stop paying mortgages yep. on, on these houses. Because China does it different. So when you buy a house in China, the house isn't even done. And you start paying on it before it's even done. Uh, people are, have stopped paying on these houses that aren't done there. And, and it's created a, a, a slowdown in China, which has helped at least the energy price at least a little bit, Jason. Yeah, I agree, agree with that, absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean... Uh... It can change on a dime when it comes to the price of everything. I, when, when I ask you about CPI, there'll be two CPI numbers before this rate rate hike. So I'm, my guess is, Joe, I think you're right. If both of these CPI numbers are below nine one, but if they're in the nines or even higher, I think they still go three quarters of a point and go even. Yeah, higher. yeah, I agreed. It it will have to be lower. Uh, and again, if they can get in anything that's lower, they're going to claim victory. Yes. Uh, and really, uh, unfortunately, uh, it wasn't their doing, right? It, it really had more to do uh, with, with China and, and the issues there that are, have helped energy prices at least stay where they're at and not get worse. But we'll see. And again, uh, we're, we're one. And it, this is how, how interesting it is because the demand and the supply, there's really not that much supply. And, and that's the the thing. I think uh, they're 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 really happy that they're able. Like we had inventory numbers come out when you factored it all in, because you got crude oil, then you got gasoline, then you've got distillates. Uh, distillates that's your jet fuel, that's your your diesel fuel. It had a huge drawdown, huge drawdown. But we had a build of uh, in, in crude oil, and again, most of that's just. Oil we're pumping out of the strategic oil reserve, uh, but if you factored it all in, it was flat. It's like okay, well, we, we we've just got enough. If there any any hiccup, a hurricane, some refiner has a you know has a a, a little blow up or something like that, and and you could see crude oil turn back very very quickly. China comes out with some stimulus package or or does something to appease their citizens on, on the housing front and all of a sudden their consumption goes up, this could be very short-lived or we're going right into a recession and layoffs really pick up steam and, and we actually get this, uh, the, the, the huge uh, demand destruction needed to keep crude oil where it's at. Well, when things got bad uh, this year with the inflation, 
they got to point the finger at uh, the Ukraine war constantly. So what would cause the oil prices to shoot up and then they'd have to have something to blame? Well, Taiwan, China, Joe, T- Taiwan, China heats up. Suddenly they're, uh, they're sending uh, ships and planes and, uh, and buildups and suddenly, well, now that's more oil, right? Oh, and, and supply chains, all that stuff. So I, I think they're using it. They use China, Taiwan, and we, we talked about October. Any kind of military action would have to happen in October, and uh, it's, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming, Joe. So I, I see the oil prices. Uh, this is kind of a a relief a relief effort. Uh, you'll you'll get lower gas prices for a little while, then it's probably going to go back up uh, in the future. Well, I hope not, but I think you're right. Uh, Germany's largest energy provider, uh, Uniper. They just got bailed out. Uh, I want to say it was somewhere near $10 billion. Uh, they, Man, i got to tell you, what is going on with water? Water just disappearing everywhere. Uh, you know, now there's talk about uh, Glen Canyon Dam here in, in uh, Arizona. This is very, very <laughs> critical. People, you know, the Hoover Dam, I mean, that's important. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but... When it comes to uh, the biggest concern right now, it's actually Glen Canyon Dam, uh, Lake Powell, uh, versus Hoover Dam and Lake Mead, uh, with the ability to release water down the Colorado and the ability to still produce electricity. Uh, and, of course, now they're, they're talking about trying to, to figure out a way to, you know, uh, Make the hole lower, you know, lower down the dam to get all this stuff. Uh, you know, stuff that they probably just should have been doing years ago. But the the Rhine River in Europe, very similar story. So Uniper comes out today and says that plunging wa- wa- the, the plunging water level. So yesterday we told you in the Rhine that a lot of barges go through. The barges now cannot be fully loaded. They have to be, you know, like half loaded, like a, a, a barges of coal, which obviously they need desperately right now. They can't send them full because there's not enough water, and they're saying, hey, they're about two feet away from not being able to send any barges. And now Uniper is saying due to the reduced barge shipments of coal to key power plants, an energy crunch in power prices are expected, and they're saying that the waterways there, Jason, may, I mean, this is nuts, but they're saying that, hey, we may not have regular power operations throughout the end of August through the first half of September. You're talking almost a month where they might not even be able to have uh, what they're calling regular operations. Yeah, uh, the northern hemisphere is uh, greatly dependent upon oil during the winter months, so we're going to be coming out of summer here pretty soon, and uh, all these countries and all these areas of, of the world that you've been uh, talking about, Joe, in the northern hemispheres, this, this doesn't, look, it doesn't look good. I, I uh, Man, it, it, you have to have coal. You have to have gas and oil you know you have to have these these energies to get through those cold months you know i i know global warming is a big thing by uh you know climate change and and we shouldn't heat up the planet but really you use a lot less 
energy when things are heated up, Joe. So it's going to get cold every winter it does, and uh, this is going to be an interesting winter, Joe. It's going to be very, very interesting. This is, but again, I want to relay to you why this is such a problem. German energy prices for next year, next year, just hit a new record high, 410 euros per megawatt hour. That's like, I don't even know, $400 oil kind of, you know, for us to relate to that, uh, natural gas, uh, probably that'd probably be like, I don't even know, $30, $40 natural gas. And this is for next year's pricing. Uh, so, Jason, to, to the point of how how are you going to be able to operate? And you got to remember, we've everybody knows there's going to be certain parts for certain things that only get made in Germany, and guess what? That plant's like, hey, you know what? Sorry, guys. Uh, we can't operate right now because, well, it costs too much to turn the machine on. And for, for people that listen to the show every single day, Joe, and, and you're, you hit this, these, these signals, this, this information about what's getting ready to happen, I think sometimes you can get uh, – you know, you know, you hear it every day, and it's like, oh man, it is bad. But sometimes you lose the severity of it, Joe. And it's, it's these things you talk about when it comes to shortages uh, need to be looked at very seriously. I mean, concrete, and this isn't energy, but it was a dollar a yard last year. It's two dollars a yard for concrete this year. It's going to be four dollars a yard late this year, next year, and they may not have any cement, which means he's not going to make concrete anymore unless they come up with this weird substitute for cement which is going to cost a lot anyways. These are things that people should take very seriously. I mean, how do you build a city or a home or, a, or anything, Joe, without concrete? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's incredible uh, some of the things uh, that our people are saying. And again, but there's only one way to have that not happen. Demand destruction on scales that people just aren't ready for. Uh, today, Bank of England raised interest rates by half half of a percent, uh, the largest increase in 27 years, right? And, again, they're all trying uh, to play catch-up, Jason, and we're looking here, you know, uh, gold now, 1790. Uh, so at a new kind of intraday, a newer high since this pullback. Uh, but you'll notice this, and Jason asked me this morning, hey, wait a minute, when I go out to CNBC or Market Watch, or if I turn on Fox or CNBC, the stock channels, they're telling you that 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 right now they're going to show a gold price of eighteen oh five. That's the December contract. Just so for people uh, to know what why is there a difference? It's just two different contracts. When when I'm looking at uh, a spot contract of seventeen ninety, if you're turning on the TV and you're seeing eighteen oh five, that's just for the December gold contracts. But I guess technically, Jason, this you know I I, I said this all along. I, I I told everybody last week. Listen, I got I, I really do. I I thought gold would be over eighteen hundred by the end of the week, and I guess technically uh, we've gotten there today. Yeah, yeah, here we are. We're over 1800 I mean, uh, gold goes up and gold goes down. And I tell the customers when they come in, don't. Uh, if you're looking on a daily basis, it's, it's, it's going to make you feel a little sick because you buy it, then it goes down, then it goes up, you get excited, but then it goes down, you get a little worried. 
But because we have a central, I keep telling people, because we have a central bank and we have a debt money system, gold can only go up with the inflation that they purposely want to cause to enrich themselves. So by buying gold, you are protecting your hard-earned money instead of leaving it in their system so they can take it from you. I mean, you can have money sitting in a shoebox uh, hidden in, in your house, and they're taking it from you while it's sitting there. And people need to understand this. It's a basic thing for Joe and I to talk about, but for you guys out there, you got to always revisit this. They're stealing from you, and you need to put it in a safe place in a debt money system. So gold will always go up, especially with the inflation we're having, Joe, now, and, and, and the inflation that looks like they, that the Fed is even – some of the Fed governors say, hey, oh, it'll be in the, six, in the sixes next year, and they're just talking about going into 2026, 2025. Can you imagine 6% CPI every year? to 2024 2025 joe can you imagine well and again if you want to believe the tough talk we heard the other day they're talking about hey we're, we're going to go all the way to a fed's funds rate of four percent before we even think about taking a break so just just picture that for a moment you think uh housing's unaffordable now yeah. hey when we get back the San Francisco Fed, who's in charge of the West, you won't believe what she says about inflation. Hey, we're back here, Joe and Jason, and uh, Thursday here, we've got uh, gold uh, rallying uh, as jobless, came, jobless claims came in uh, above, uh, well, above last week again, uh, 260,000. Uh, just below, I know everyone's kind of watching for, hey, are we going to get into that 270-plus range? And right now, the way it's trending, Jason, we're probably, if the trend remains the same, we're probably two weeks or two thirds. So next Thursday, if the trend holds, we're going to be somewhere, be you know, somewhere around 265. Uh, and then the following Thursday, we'd, we'd get to that 270 level. Uh, but again, everyone tomorrow, the big number is going to be the jobs number. Uh, how many jobs did we create? Uh, this is the first time where we're going to see job numbers where most people expect to be under 300,000. Uh, the closer to 200,000 the number is, the higher gold goes. If it actually is below 200,000, uh, I, I think, anyway, right, gold goes even higher. I agree with that also, Joe. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting. I, I, uh, we're talking about jobs and, and, uh, and unemployment, which is it's a, that's a big deal. And, and what the Fed is actually doing because of inflation is they're actually trying to kill jobs. And I, I had Jack uh, pull up uh, a scene from The Big Short, but, you know, because of the vulgarity of that scene, it's, we can't play it on this show unless we uh, cut it and edit it. But you'll remember this, Joe, when Brad Pitt's helping the youngsters because they, they're not big enough to make the big trades, to make these shorts. Uh, they make the big, big, huge play towards the end, and they're, they're in the casino in Las Vegas. They're dancing. Remember this? And, uh, and Brad Pitt says, stop dancing. He's like, look. And he starts running numbers. You have the severity of, of what's going on back in 2008, which this is what we're looking at. He said that when employment goes up 1%, 40,000 people die. He's like, he's like you, you're, you're, be happy that you made the trade, made a lot of money, but don't dance. You remember that? I mean, these, yep, these are the things yep. that are not discussed uh, out loud when, you know, when the economy is, is being manipulated like this. San Francisco uh, Fed President Mary Daly. So Mary Daly, she's got Janet Yellen's old job. So 
Janet Yellen, before uh, Alan Greenspan stepped down, was running the San Francisco Fed. And then Ben Bernanke took over, and then Janet Yellen became the number two, right? And then she became the number one, and Jay Powell was the number two. Now Jay Powell's the number one, right? We all know uh, Lael Branyard, right? She's, she's going to be next. And, and believe me, the digital currency is one of the things she is very keen on because she wants to, to use it. Uh, as a a way to punish success uh, and reward failures, but that's a different show. Mary Daly, you make four hundred twenty-two thousand nine hundred dollars a year running the San Francisco Fed, and she was doing an interview. I can't make this up. It was a uh, Reuters was doing a broadcast. Uh, they were, uh, you know, because they're very, Jason, they're very up-to-date. So this was uh, broadcast out on Twitter, okay? So uh, on Twitter, and she was being asked about inflation. And here's what San Francisco Pre- uh, President Mary Daly had to say. I don't feel the pain of inflation anymore. Yeah. No. Uh, I've seen prices rising, but I have enough. I have enough. I sometimes balk at the price of things, but I don't find myself in, in a space where I have to make trade-offs because I have enough. And many Americans have enough, Jason. See? Don't we see? See? I've got enough. And listen, guess what? All my friends, all my friends, they got enough too. So you know what? Yeah, I'm not really all that concerned about inflation. See, and it, and it goes both ways. But when it comes to somebody who's, I guess you'd call wealthy or rich uh, or, or well-off, however you want to term her, uh, there's a disconnect to poor people. And it actually goes the other way. Poor people really kind of have a disconnect and don't understand rich and especially uh, I think it's hard for even guys like Joe and myself to really understand the ultra wealthy there's there's a just a different mindset and when you say things like that it shows your complete disconnect to the average guy who's fighting real hard just to make ends meet Joe absolutely shocking disgusting oh yeah ah. I'm not really feeling the pain of it. You know, I, I've got enough. You know, sometimes I balk, oh, well, that's pretty expensive. But you know what? I've got enough. And guess what? The part I love the best, oh, and, and so do my friends. Right? So do my friends. And, and of course, daily, one of these proponents, uh, like all of them, they were all okay with, well, it's okay that inflation was running higher than 2%. Remember? It's okay because, you know, we were below 2%, so it's okay if it's above 2% for a little while. Of course, that was when it was 3%, and then it went to 4%, and then it went to 5%, then it went to 6%, then it went to 8%, now yep. it's 9%, right? But you know what? Uh, I, I, I've got enough. So do my friends. So, you know what? I'm, I'm really not feeling it. And this is the problem. Well, Joe, this is actually the problem. Let me let me let me try to translate uh, her a little bit because because in one respect I would actually agree with her. If we were in an honest economy where people can make or break their fortunes based off their own sweat and blood, right? Then basically what she is saying is I got enough, and if you don't have enough, you'll figure it out. 
you'll figure it out. But the problem is, is that the system that's in place is making it so the people at the bottom can't figure it out and they can't get what they need uh, to buy food, buy shelter, and afford these things. I get a rich person say, hey, I got here. You can, you, you just figure it out. You'll figure it out. You'll sink or swim. And I get that. I, my, my, my attitude is kind of joins that under normal, fair circumstances. This is a rigged system, Joe. So for her to say this, that's why you say it's disgusting. It's because she's on the right side of it, right? Yeah, and, and again, I think you've hit the nail on the head and, and probably something we should cover in, in, in another show. Uh, but they have gotten it to the point. Here's what they love. You know what they love? That you almost have enough money. That's what they love. Slavery. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Wait, slaves, we've Joe. Got, we've got 43, 44, 45, 50 million of you on food stamps. Here's the problem. 40 million of you, 42 million of you, 43 million of you are working. You just don't quite have enough. But don't worry. Here, here we are. We're here to help you. Oh, you can almost pay your rent. Right? Oh, well, don't worry. Here's some rental assistance. And, right, we've got thousands of these government programs that are designed and, and they've got tens of millions and, and soon to probably be close to a hundred million Americans who can almost have enough. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. I wasn't going to do it, but you know what? Why, why not? I'm, I'm in one of these moods today. So right now, uh, 2225 on 20s, and, and it's going higher. Uh, gold's up 30. But yesterday we had that pullback. Remember, gold got, the, got all the way to 1750, 1790. We were at 2195 for the first 7520s, Jason. I'm going to hold that price of 2195. 75 of them. You got to buy them today. Uh, once they're gone, if one person calls up, buys them all, they buy them all. Yeah, I, suge- but, but, I suggest buying those right away. That's, that's uh, my, my suggestion. And again, anything could happen tomorrow. But all indications that I'm seeing, this job number is going to be well below 300000 I expect uh, the dollar to continue weakness and, and get in, take buy. Well, it's low, 800 951 0592. couple of announcements. One that has nothing to do with the show. Uh, and one, what's going on in Germany right now is getting significantly worse. First, Brittany Griner, uh, the basketball player in prison in Russia, just got, uh, was convicted and has been sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison colony. And again, right, they're trying to make this trade. Uh, Jason, just a n- more escalation and more tension building with Russia and China. But this one, this just breaking, Australian oil giant OMV has halted product deliveries uh, to Germany 
and citing a major run on supply. Uh, Bloomberg is reporting this. Zero Hedge has picked up on it. OMV Germany, which has two large storage facilities in the southern part of the country, says they are observing, and I quote, a current run on heating oil due to the crisis-driven market shortages and thus what they say is excessive speculation in stockpiling and says that in order to secure supplies in the short and medium terms, loading will be suspended temporarily. Jason, this is huge. Uh, in other words, what they're saying is, you know what? We're not we're not sending any more oil because all you're going to do is just buy it all, and then there's not going to be any. So here's our solution. Uh, you can't buy it because we're not going to give you any. Right, Joe. When you were leaving into the last uh, commercial break, you were talking about not enough, not quite enough, right? And I think I'd mentioned earlier in the week, I think we were talking earlier in the week about water and energy. And I had made the observation. I think, uh, you know, green energies and the, and what's going on with the energy currently is is putting people in a position to always have not quite enough. Same thing with water, not quite enough. So that way you can continue to control everything around you. So, Joe, I, this this these we, how many signs of this have we had from 2021 and now especially 2022 has just been devastating with all of the information saying, look. You're just going to get barely what you need, and you better be uh, fearful of not getting enough. That's, that's, and, and, isn't that what and, the news cycle is? Yeah, and so th- this is this is the distillates we're talking about. Remember, we had a huge, uh, I want to say $2.5 million, uh drawdown in distillates in the oil inventory reports uh, yesterday. And the last line of this article saying crude oil below $100. It appears the paper oil markets are out of touch with the actual tightness in the physical markets. And it's kind of something, remember I said that earlier in this show. It's really, man, I see the numbers. I don't get it, right? Because, you know, gasoline falling, gasoline, I'm assuming gasoline consumption picks up and, and these markets are much much tighter than this and 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 one of these days and it could be anything right any event and next thing jason you 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 see in the course of 72 hours uh crude oil putting on 20 or 30 dollars a barrel yeah yeah i i think the oil prices uh can can change very dramatically joe i just it was for the last week or two. It was dancing around above 100, then below 100, and above 100. Uh, I see it around 88 or 89 dollars. I, I could easily skyrocket to 120 to 140 dollars. It wouldn't take very long at all, Joe. Just, just like you said, one thing, one war with Taiwan, one one uh, weather emergency, one made up uh, emergency anywhere on the, on the planet, and suddenly oil's at 130, 140 dollars a barrel, Joe. It, it, it's just wow. I mean. Uh, to just say, you know what, everybody's bought, you bought everything we have. Yep. We're not even going to make any deliveries because you're just going to buy it. And and then we won't have enough for next week. We won't have enough 
for next month. This is what they're saying. Hey, listen, you're buying way more than you need. We can't, we, we can't do it. And think about what they're paying, right? This is astronomical prices they're paying. And guess what? They're saying, you know what? We can't do it because if we sell it to you now, we won't have any to sell next month. And this is what inflation does, Joe. Inflation causes this. And I have a feeling that there's plenty of, of, of uh, energy out there to be had. But you know what? Why, why, as an oil company, would you work twice as hard for, for half the margin? Why not cut cut your supply in half and get twice the margin, Joe? I think this is what's happening. I think all these oil companies, these energy companies, hey, let's do this all together. Kind of like the banking cartel, Joe. There's probably the same thing going on with energy, and there's probably an energy cartel, right? 800 $20 gold, $21.95. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Pedro Radio News Hour. You know what? We'll use this as a, as a test, Jason. The phone lines are pretty quiet. So my guess is we're probably going to see much higher gold price tomorrow. <laughs> we are, no, listen. I know. I don't mean, hey, listen. I, I, I'm not saying that, you know, to, to poke fun. Because people do, and people always ask me, well, is, is is now a good time to buy? And and this is what I always say to people. God's got a sense of humor. If you buy today, I promise you, it will go down tomorrow. And if you don't buy, it's it goes up, right? I mean, isn't that the way it works? Right, and you've given everybody uh, with with these few on the front end with a lower price to, to isolate themselves from the price going down tomorrow. And it really doesn't matter. If you're buying it to sell it next week, that's not a good plan. Obviously, if you're buying gold, you're going to hold it and protect yourself. You're not going to lose whether you buy uh, uh, at, at, at this price or even a higher price. So you're going to win when you put it away and you protect yourself. It's, it's just, I don't know, how many times do we have to say it? You, you, this is where you go to, to protect your hard-earned savings. This is wealth insurance, Joe. Yeah, that's it. Spot gold, 1790 But if you're not looking at spot, Everywhere else is showing you uh, the December contract, uh, 1805. Well, 1804, 90. 1804, well, now it's 1805, 10. Uh, but, but either way, uh, gold is up, you know, 30 bucks. Uh, I think Kitco's got it up 23 bucks, but uh, the price is still the same here. Uh, 17.90. Uh, remember yesterday, gold got down to 1753. We're running 20s at 2195. Uh, they're back to 2225. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, the, the, that was a price when gold was only at 1780 earlier this month. I'm anticipating, uh, gold moving, spot gold moving through $1,800 tomorrow as well, which will mean tomorrow's price, uh, will be significantly higher than that. Uh, but we had 7520s at $2,195 at 800-951-0592. And, and Jason, you're right. I'm, crude oil is down $2.70. And yet one of the major suppliers of heating oil in, in Germany by the way, they also supply uh, Austria and, and I forget the third country uh, off, uh, off the top of my head. 
just said we're suspending sales. That's how much demand, and of course, the actual physical price being paid, uh, nowhere close to what the oil markets are saying, Jason. It's going to be severe if we head into the winter and these things keep happening, Joe. It's going to—I—I I, I can't tell the audience enough how severe. If this stuff, all this shenanigans by these guys that run these these uh, uh, all of these industries, you know, the energy industry, it's, it's going to be severe, Joe. It's going to be so bad if this if all this this crazy stuff is happening in October, November, December, January. I, I can't even imagine what gas prices could be if they keep doing this stuff, Joe. Yeah, and, and again, uh, jobless claims today to 60, uh, kind of right in line. Uh, yes, last week's number was 254 uh, at 6,000, right? And that's kind of that four to 8,000 every week in, continu- or in, in first-time jobless claims. Uh, that trend's continuing. Everyone's watching that 270 level. Uh, I still hope, I hope we got two weeks more till we get to that one. 800 951 592. 